guys, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how many pairs or how many strategies should you trade. And I always think this is an interesting discussion. If you want to be more involved in the discussion, make sure you join our Trading Coach Podcast group on Facebook. And of course, if you're interested in learning more about trading, make sure you head over to www.tier1trading.com and check out the free content that we have available. I got a question the other day. Um, I've been sharing, uh, I, I share my watch list typically every morning. So every morning I do a, a very large top-down analysis uh, through the markets. I look at essentially all, almost all of the currency pairs that are available, um, a few commodities as well. And I, I write down really what's on my list, not only for my personal radar uh, in trading, but also, what pairs or symbols I want to talk about in the live trading room. Something I've done over the last few years with the live trading room is, is really make a switch from being selfish um, and only looking at what I want to look at, right? It, it started off as a place where um, it was kind of like a zoo, where essentially I, I come in each and every day, I trade, I tell traders my analysis, and they just watch. And over the years, as we've kind of understood the power of community, the power of involvement. Um, it became less about me as a trader and, and more about the traders that were watching it. It's more of an educational platform each and every day where not only do I look at trades that are on my personal radar, because I am a trader and I need to trade to make profit, um, but I also spend time looking at what I think are the best opportunities in the market and really even addressing questions uh, that our traders have about maybe a, a few pairs or a few opportunities that are on their radar. Um, so I do this big overall uh, review or top-down analysis each and every morning. And then I put together what is called my watch list. And I've been sharing that on social media lately, just saying, hey, here's what I'm watching today. And a little note like, you know, continuation, extension, structure trade, blah, 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 like that. And I got a comment under the one I put out today um, where recently I, I've had a lot of pairs on my radar. Um, and I got a comment saying, hey, Akil, why do you watch, you know, why, why so many pairs? Why not just one? And I do have an answer for why more pairs may be better to a certain extent until it gets worse, right? It's kind of like most things in life, right? You drink enough milk, it's good, it's good, it's good. But if you drink too much, uh, it starts having a negative effect. I think that's how everything in life is. It's finding that, that balance where you're doing just enough to kind of maximize it, but not too much that um, it starts to have a negative result. Uh, recently, I've been going through this period where I've been waking up at 4.30 each and every morning ever since Thanksgiving. I don't know why, um, but I've been telling myself that I've got to find a way to sleep more because although I am killing it from the productivity standpoint right now, being so much more productive with that extra hour added to my day, it's only uh, a matter of time before I burn out. And, and the key is to do enough, be as productive as possible, yet avoid the burnout because if you burn out, um, nothing good comes from that. You become sloppy. You start making mistakes. It has a negative impact. Funny enough, I say the same thing to the track and field athletes that I coach where my job is to push them to their limit. But if they're ever feeling dinged up or they're starting to feel a little bit too tired, we don't want to push it past that. We back off because if they're injured, they're out for a few weeks. If they're out for a few weeks, they're not getting better. Um, so there's no real point of doing it. So first and foremost, I would say this. Um, I don't think that trading a single pair is a bad thing, especially if you're a newer trader. 
I actually have a trading buddy of mine, Tony, that I've known for years, who for the fair amount of time knowing him, only concentrated on a single pair. It was the pound yen, and he was an absolute beast in trading it. Um, a beast trading the beast, that's what we call it, um, because he knows it like the back of his hand. And especially as a new trader where it's, you know, it's, it's very hard, right? Trading is difficult. Um, and the more things you try to focus on at once, you can imagine the more difficult it is. So what I tell new traders that I'm working with is when you start off, focus on a single strategy on a single pair, right? Simplify it to the max. Do not move on until you, you feel fully prepared, right? My wife and I did that with our kid. We had our first kid. Right. We we waited until we were uh, fully prepared, uh, confident in our parenting abilities with that first maniac to have another. Now we have two maniacs uh, running around the house, but we, we waited and then we added another. And the same thing can be said with trading. And again, you don't have to add another. You can be a master um, of one and be very, very profitable. But there are benefits to trading multiple pairs and or multiple strategies. And before we get into that, I do think, once again, it's, it's a balance, right? I think if you are going to trade multiple strategies, you should be trading multiple strategies on less pairs, right? It's all about the final number. So do some adamications, right? Do some multiplication in your mind, right? If you trade 10 strategies on one pair, then you have 10 different opportunities, right? If you trade one strategy on 10 pairs, then you have 10 different opportunities, right? See how the, the number is the same. What you don't want to do is you don't want to trade necessarily 10 different strategies on 10 different pairs. Now you have a hundred opportunities and that may be overwhelming. Again, and those are just random numbers. You know, I'm not saying 10 strategies on 10, on 10 pairs is, is necessarily that point where it becomes overwhelming. For some of you, it could be a lot further. For some of you, it could be a lot sooner than that. But the key is you want to find that balance between trading enough pairs and enough strategies to really maximize your efforts, but not overwhelm yourself. And it starts with the concept of, of trading like a business, right? It all comes back to treat your trading like a business, does it not? And as a trader, we are our business and our trading is really no different than, um, let's say, like our, our, our merchandise at a store, right? Let's say you're, you're a retail store, a, a Walmart, a Target or whatever, wherever you're at, whatever the kind of the, the basic store that kind of sells everything is, right? Um, understand that everything in that store is being sold in that store because it makes profit, right? A store will not sell something that is not profitable. If something ends up being not profitable, it is taken out of the equation and replaced with something else that is profitable, right? Because at the end of the day, the job of the store isn't to go into debt. It is to make profit. And ideally, um, you want to sell things with very, very high margin, right? Margin for you guys that aren't familiar is basically what you make uh, net per the, the item. So um, a quick example is if, if you have an item that you're selling for $20, right? And the item costs you $10 to buy from the manufacturer, um, that is a 50% margin, right? Because your, your, your total profit is $10, right? $10 out of the 20, 50, 50, right? It costs $10 to purchase it. You made $10 in profit, 50% margin there, right? And trading is very similar, right? Except in, in, instead of, I guess, a set purchase, uh, purchasing price of something, 
our purchasing price as far as traders go is our losses, right? If you want to win, I forgot who said this quote, if you want to win, you have to learn how to lose, right? Um, if you want to avoid, there's only one way to avoid losses in the market, right? Do you guys know what that name is, that, that way is? I know we're not live here. I'm used to doing live stuff, but say it to yourself, scream it into your phone, make your significant other feel weird because you're, you're talking with your headphones on. But what is the only way to avoid losses? It is to not trade, right? So if you never ever trade, if you never ever push the magic button by yourself, you will never take a loss. Boom, the holy grail, the secret to success. However, there's one problem with that. One small, minute problem with uh, never taking a trade to avoid losses. And that one problem just might be if you don't take a trade, you can't profit either. So there's a dilemma there. Akil, I don't want to take I don't want to take losses. Well, don't trade. But Akil, I want to make profit. Then trade. Hmm. So the key of uh, the key for a trader is is what we call a positive expectancy. Making sure your your system or strategy has a positive expectancy. And what that means is that on average, it will produce profit. Right. So you should have a good idea of what your average trade is. And to keep things very, very basic, if your average trade after taking into account win percentage, average win, average loss, if your average trade is above zero, right, then boom, you have a profitable system. You have an item in your store that if sold or when sold will create profit, right? If it's below zero, it means you are losing money, right? Your losses are outweighing your wins, right? It costs you more to buy the item than what you can sell it for. You are losing and you want to eliminate that from your store. You want to eliminate that from your trading. But let's assume you've been training the right way, perhaps with tier one trading, right? Because you know we do it, right? The best out there. Let's, let's assume you've, you've been training the right way. Um, you've gone through the courses, you've learned how to trade, you've developed your strategy, you've back-tested it the correct way, you have your numbers, your expectancy, your max drawdown, average win, average loss, all that fun stuff, and you see at the end of the day, you have a profitable strategy. And let's say on average, your average trade produces, I'm going to give an easy number for you guys, your average trade produces 10 bucks, right? Nice, easy number that we can all um, do the math on. Your average trade costs or, 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 or goes for uh, creates ten bucks, right? That means winners and losses, right? So if you want to see how much you would average per month, right? If you take ten trades per month and your average trade yields you ten dollars, what is your average profit per month? And again, I know some of you guys are out there. Well, how do we know? It's not going to be like that every month. I know it's not going to be like that every month. We're just doing think big picture, big picture, big picture, big picture. Again, we're a business. Businesses aren't worried about the little day-to-day stuff as far as numbers go. We're worried about the big sample size, right? So 100 bucks, right? 10 times 10. You've taken 10 trades during the month. Your average trade yields you $10. That's wins and losses. You have made $100 that month. Now, because you're only trading a single pair, the frequency, or let's put it this way, the amount of trades that you can execute is limited, right? Because you're trading one strategy on one pair, let's say, there's only going to be so many trading signals, right? There, there's, there's many things we can control in the market, right? We can, we can control our system. We can control our strategy. We can control when we 
look at the market. We can control our, our, our profit. We can control our stop loss. We can control risk. Um, the one thing we can't control is how many signals the market gives us as far as you know per that strategy right the market will do this was a lesson i learned a very long time ago the market will do whatever it wants whenever it wants to right we can't control the market i got the question the other day we, we've been recently watching a few pound pairs right um we've had these breakout trades that just broke out hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pips this week it's been awesome it's been crazy we got so many new traders on the platform like akil i was patient for the first time and now i made bank and i'm like you see patience pays not gonna be my cut <laughs> just kidding unless they were going to do it um but the point is you know i've been telling them patience pays and when is it going to break out when is it going to break out i've been in this trade for a week when is it going to break out it's like i don't know when it's going to break out i know that the expectation is that it's more likely to break out to the upside to the downside so i think in my opinion my professional opinion i think you're positioned on the right side of the market when it's going to happen that i i can't control you can control what side you're on. You can control your position size. You can control where your stops are at. You can control where your targets are at. Can you control when the market decides to break out? No, it'll do it whenever it wants. And many of these traders had to wait weeks for it, and now they're they're reaping the benefits of it. Um, but the point is, we can't control when the signal happens, when the trading opportunity happens. All we can do is follow our plan, follow our rules, and and if it does happen, then we execute it without error. We we do what we're supposed to do. So. If you're only trading one pair, you can be very, very profitable, taking your 10 trades, averaging $10. And, and, and as your account size grows, that number can go up as your position size increases. Um, but you're limited. And if you're if you're really thinking about trading like a business, you got to look at any other business out there. Right. Think about some of your favorite businesses out there. How many businesses specialize in a single thing? And I'm talking about like like your normal mainstream businesses, not like your your even stuff like bike store like, how many businesses specialize in a single thing right does starbucks sell just coffee just one kind of coffee no does mcdonald's just sell a hamburger shoot i went to five guys the other day one of my favorite burger places right where they, they just they, they're simple business model we, we sell burgers and we sell fries that's it burgers fries burger fries right what else what else do they have well i went there the other day well now they have turkey burgers now they have vegetarian burgers of course they got a soda machine right I mean, I'm, wouldn't be surprised if they had ice cream right they're adding stuff to it and that's what we need to do as a trader and that's how you grow your business you have a single pair that is producing you 10 trading opportunities per month your average trade yields you ten dollars per opportunity you're making a hundred dollars a month let me ask you this question what if you were to add another pair and again, for example purposes, we know all pairs are different. All pairs are unique. Some are better, some are worse. That's what your backtesting will tell you. But for a very simple example purpose, right? Let's say this pair is the same as your first pair. Well, now all of a sudden you have two pairs that you can trade. They're yielding 10 opportunities per month. And they're averaging $10 per opportunity. Now, realistically, there, there's going to be some slight adjustment um, depending on your 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 um, the amount of risk you're willing to take, right? Of, of course, as you have more exposure to the market, you want to you want to um, adjust your position size accordingly. So it's not going to be as simple as you're going to produce the same amount of profit because your risk your your position size may drop, not necessarily by 50%, um, but it may drop some accordingly. But again, just to, for a very example, a very simple example purpose, right? 
you now have opened yourself up to 20 trading opportunities. Right? So it's more frequency, more frequency. And, and, and that's the goal of, of a trading business, right? You want to create fre frequency. I remember speaking to a trader um, years, years ago, and he was building out a strategy. Brilliant, genius trader. One of the, the smartest people I know, one of the smartest traders I knew. And he built out this strategy um, where it won 90, like 90 percent of the time. It had a 90 percent hit rate. Right. That means nine out of 10 trades are winners. The only problem was this. It only yielded one signal a year. Now, let me ask you this, guys, this. How sexy is that win rate if it's only giving you one signal per year? It's not, it's not going to be profitable. Is it? One trade per year? Unless you're emptying the bank, unless you're pushing all the chips into the table, not very profitable. However, what if you took that same strategy, 90% win rate, because this guy's a genius, one trade per year, right? What if you took 20 pairs, 20 symbols, right? They each produce one trade a year. Now you've got 20 trades a year. Is that more or less profitable than the one? So the goal is once you have something that has, has proven to produce money, once you are a store that has good margins and you've proven that, hey, I have this product, I can sell this product for more than I, I bought it for, um, the goal is to increase the frequency. How can I sell more of it? How can I take more trades? Because this, this is essentially a printing press. How can I take more trades? How can I sell more of the product, right? And there's, there's many different ways you can do that in a retail store, product placement, right? The, the supermarket gets my kids all the time because they put all the sugary cereals right at kid level. I don't even see him. He's like, oh, look at that. And then we end up buying them because he's yelling and screaming and he doesn't eat them. And I'm like, they got me. They got me. I got these birthday cake, birthday cake. Um, what's the little circle things called? I don't even know what they're called. Apple Jacks. Because he was whining and whining in the supermarket. And then we get home and he's like, yeah, I don't like them. I'm like, you better eat them. You better eat every single one. Pay three bucks for this cereal. You better eat every single one of them. But they get, they get you. And that's how they increase the frequency. So there's all types of marketing things you can do from a, a, a business perspective, like a retail store perspective and, and whatnot. Product placement is, is one of the keys. And, you know, there's, there's coupons and other things to get you in the store because the idea is to get you in the store. Once they get you in, you're more likely to buy more than what you plan for, right? I went into Target the other day to get my wife a birthday present. I came out with an extension cord, a Lego set, some things that make the, smell, the, the car smell good, and some candy. And I don't remember getting half these things. But it got me because I was in the store, right? Trading is the same way. Increase the frequency, right? If you have something that is a printing press, the idea, just like a casino, is how can I keep executing it? How can I keep exploiting and extracting that edge over and 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 over again, right? Now, again, there comes a limit, right? There, there comes a point where you do too much, and now you've overwhelmed yourself and perhaps you start making mistakes and you, and you sabotage yourself um, and the returns stop being positive. That, that's where you got to have to stop yourself. But what you want to do as a trader is you want to find that mesh point. You want to find that mesh point where you can do as much as you can without overwhelming yourself. And that's how you truly right 
that's how you truly kind of reach the top level of your trading. That's how you truly push yourselves to your trading limit. And that's how you become the most profitable trader that you can be. Now, the next step after that, if you have something that can be done, you automate it. That way you can do the same thing without actually spending your time in the markets. And that's how you achieve freedom of time. But that's a different story for a different podcast. Thank you guys, as always, for joining. I hope you guys have a very happy and special new year. I can't wait to see you guys in January. Can't wait to kick off another trading year, another year of the Trading Coach Podcast. Until then, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.